Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today on this, uh, this great day, this St. John Hughes. I'd never heard of him until I was a deacon. Um, I read a quote about the Blessed Mother, and I forgot what the quote was. I was looking for it, and I couldn't find it. But I remember this quote really, really like moved my heart. And I was like, who in the world said this? It had to have been St. Louis de Montfort if it was about the Blessed Mother. Well, lo and behold, it wasn't. St. John Hughes is another uh, prolific writer on Mary. St. Louis de Montfort always gets credit because he does have the most intense Mariology that the church has. But St. John Hughes, I think what I would say is kind of second in line. This is one of his books called The Admirable Heart of Mary. And this whole book is just reflections on Mary's heart, the different way Our Lady's heart is revealed. It's fantastic. So when I was a deacon, that's whenever I found this, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I just I want to consume this book and read it. Um, Basically, just a couple little things to bring to light. Um, whenever we speak of the word heart in the sacred scriptures, um, it's really the memory. It's, it's the intellect. All right. And so whenever we think of the heart of Mary, you, I don't want to say that this is Mary's brain. No, this is Mary's remembrance. The heart ponders. Well, the heart doesn't have the ability to ponder. Right. It's just a way of speaking of the inner depths of the human soul. Right. The heart ponders. So Mary's heart, we could say, is a pondering heart. That's what the scriptures say about her heart. Whenever they found Jesus in the temple, what did it say? She went home and she pondered these things. She constantly reflected on the life of Jesus. She was always meditating and image and seeing Jesus. She was listening to his words as God. And she would meditate on them. She would see his actions and meditate on the actions of her little boy running and playing and speaking her name. Like, Mary was always pondering these things. You could relate to it in certain ways, particularly as parents. You could say, you think of your children from the moment they were born, even maybe even in the womb, all the way until now. You ponder the actions and words of your kids. Mary did the same thing. Pope John Paul II said, if you want to dwell in the heart of Mary, he said, pray the rosary. The rosary is the pondering of Mary's heart. That's the reflections of Mary's heart. All the things that are dear to Our Lady, the rosary pulls out in highlights. And you can reflect on them. How did Mary see the crucifixion? How did Mary see the birth of Jesus? How did Mary see um, all the wonderful mysteries of the rosary? So Mary's heart, John Hughes says, is a pondering heart. It's a remembering heart. Okay, so that's the first thing about Our Lady's heart. But the other part that I thought was really beautiful, um, he says, Mary's heart is the sea, like the ocean, right? And I couldn't help but think about the reading today. Um, and speaking, St. Paul is speaking to the Ephesians, um, speaking about the love of Christ, but it says, May we have strength to comprehend with all the holy ones, what is the depth and the length and the height and the depth to know the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge so that you may be filled with all fullness of God? You can see this is Mary's heart, right? To ponder in the heart of Mary is to, is to ponder like the sea, right? All the fullness of the depths of the riches, deep and wide and, and expansive, and you can't even comprehend how incredible the ocean is, how incredible the sea is, how deep it is. We can't even comprehend that. 
And he says that that's like Mary's heart. She's like the sea. Her heart is like the sea. So deep, so wide, we can't even comprehend the way that she loves God. The mystery of Our Lady's heart is too great for us to even fathom and comprehend. And that's what he says that. It's just a, a wonderful, he says, in order of nature, the sea is one of the greatest marvels of God's omnipotence. Think of Mary's heart, right? In order of God's creation of the human person, Mary's heart is the most omnipotent, the most perfectly created, right? He says, wonderful are the surges of the sea, right? Wonderful are the surges of that sea. The sea is that which keeps all life sustained, right? The sea gives moisture to the air, brings rainfall down to the earth. The sea is that which really sustains all of our life. And so we see Our Lady's heart as the, those powerful surges of grace. And that what comes from Mary's heart sustains all of creation. <laughs> it's incredible. It's just one chapter like that of what Mary's heart is like, how creation speaks of Our Lady's heart to us. And so today, maybe that's the invitation, is to dive into the depths of that heart, right? And discover the new graces that Our Lady has for us. She wants to introduce us ever more deeply into her son Jesus. That's her sole purpose, is to bring us to Jesus. So as you dive into the heart of Our Lady, know that it is a beautiful heart that Jesus himself formed and created and set apart specifically for His glory. And there is no limitations to the glory of God. So if Mary proclaims the greatness of God, her heart proclaims the greatness of God, my goodness, there's no end to that beautiful heart because there's no end to His glory. Amen?